This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It starts off with this mysterious guy shooting people in the house, and then later on you find out that the house is haunted. It's probably from them. Maybe they do the haunting, and you got a new family moving to the house. And what's this with the new family? You know, um, James Brolin, I think his name is. It's Josh James Brolin. Well, I know his last name is Brolin. You know, he's a popular actor now. He's still doing his thing. And Margaret Kinder, Margaret Kinder, Kinder, I think they call her. I like I said that woman's last name, but of course she plays Lois Lane in Superman. And um, it's like they move into the house. They know the family, there's a family that been murdered in the house. So they knew the history of the family being murdered. They don't know nothing about any hauntings or nothing. That part they did not know. But that's the only part they knew. So I was like, interested, like, damn, they're going to move into a murdered home. You know? But, and I like that one scene when the husband said that um, house don't make memories, something like that, but we make memories. And I thought it was something strong, you know, like a strong line. A bond, a bond for family, you know, I like that line, you know, similar, something like that. So they move into this house, you know, um, <coughs> they're enjoying themselves, you know, and later on the priest, Rod Steiner, comes into the house, and he's trying to bless the house, but that force, like, stopped him from blessing the house, and the house said, get out, and then Rod Steiner just, like, pretty much, walked out the house, you know, once the door opened, and the demon was being nice, actually, in a way, you think about it, the demon saying, just get out, get out the house, and shut up, pretty much, but of course, later on in the movie, Rod Steiner, he's trying to go back to the house, where the demonic presence has so much powerful force that he pushed the priest away, you know, from coming to the house, that's how powerful these demonic forces are, and, um, as the movie progressed again, the family starts experiencing weird paranormal activities around the house, you know, um, I also, let me just say, I also like the beginning part of this movie, not the, the beginning part after the murder part, when, um, when the um, lady started introducing the house to the new family, and how she opens each door, and you hear the gunshot, they show you a shot, shot, um, the house family got murdered, um, the last family got murdered with the gunshots in the house, and I like how that scene put, portrayed, when she opened the door, I didn't even expect it, like, a scene to pop out like that, so I thought that was really well played, you know, like, and then she go to the next room and see how the other family got murdered. You know, it was like, whoa, that's some crazy shit, man. I actually liked that scene, you know. But let's fast forward. The father experiences, like, like, like he's, like, like depressed in a kind of way. Like, he's down. Like he feels like he's down. You know, he's not, like, positive as he was before. So you can tell, like, the forces are, like, burning him down, you know. And, um, of course, later on in the movie, as it progressed, they're going to make him, like, what happened to the last family, they're going to repeat themselves with this new family, as the father's going to, has, they're going to have the father kill this new, his family, you know, but instead of a gun, this time this new family, the father was supposed to use the axe, and as the movie portrayed, you see Mara Kitty's cat have a vision about seeing her daughter died by the axe, and then the husband put the axe on his, on his wife, it's like blood splatter, so you know, you have some Hollywood getting involved in it, 
I don't know if the new family had that type of experience. I doubt. I saw the documentary on the Amityville Horror based on the family that actually escaped from the house, you know. And um, I didn't hear any story she told about having a vision like that. So like I said, how he was gassing stuff up again, you know. Um, Rod Stein's character, you know, he's trying to do a blessing, like pray for the family. And it's like the demonic force took his sight. It was like, oh, that's some fucked up shit. That's sad, man. And like they did that, I think they probably did that to shut the priest up, you know. And that was sad, you know. Um, you know, you know, like when evil went over good, you know. But again, this is a horror movie, so hey. Um, what else I like about this movie? And I know it's not a spoiler because I think everybody saw Everybody Horror. I mean, come on. If you have, if you have not seen Everybody Horror, then you must be crazy. Guess what? Don't watch this volume further because, of course, it's spoilers. Um, I like when there was a babysitter scene when she got herself locked and they got, then the girl of the house. I know something in this movie, like the sons, the two sons in this movie, never had no paranormal activity experiences, in my opinion. Or until they had paranormal activity experiences when you get towards the end of the fucking movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, those, um, Transformers character. I hope I'm saying oh, I gotta go to IMDb. I, I, I hate going to IMDb for when I do a review and shit. It's Josh, let me see. I think it's Josh Brolin. I got, I got it right. Hold on. Hey, Josh, he's too young. Young boy. 1968. Nah, nah, that's definitely not. That's definitely not Josh Brolin. Hold on. My mistake. Oh, he was in Goonies? Oh, that's another story for another time. So, I mean, it's, J it's James Bowen. And I always get, get these two guys, the two names confused. And when you look at the picture, you realize, yeah, it is James Bowen. And is he still doing his thing? Let me see. I'm just curious about him, too. Oh, Josh Bowen. Oh, shit. Of course, no wonder I got confused. Josh Bowen is... James Brolin's son. Wow. It's so amazing how they look alike, too. Wow, sweet. Wow, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They're both successful actors in their own right, you know. I'm glad we don't have an actor. This is like something good to know. I like this. Well... Yeah, so l let me just fast forward. Sorry again, guys. Where was I at? Oh, yeah. That was um, James Bond's character. Now, I'm, I'm make sure I'm getting any confusion. Um, his friend comes in to visit him. And he said, don't you got any good news? Yeah, I got a life for your boat, <laughs> you know? And later on, he visited, like, talking about telling, telling his friend, his friend telling the father of the house, like, you know, you got to get out more, like, pretty much, like, What's wrong with you? Like this ain't you, and then he he start complaining. He start blaming it on his new wife with three kids. It's taking like a toll on you, and then he he knocked his friend out, and then his friend kind of forgive him. So to him, he visits his friend and his woman, and the woman starts telling him about how this house is possessed. And I think she mentioned something about the the Indians. It's like a burial ground for devil worship and so on, and how there's a story of an Indian tribe they put the like the crazy people in like underground and stuff, so they were saying something like, that's what was like a little bit part of the story on her, so it's trying to say it's like, this is like a burial ground type setting in a way, 
and then as the woman's knocking the wall down, uh, James Bond comes down, he knocked the wall down, and the wall was painted all red and shit, and then the, the woman that was in the house, she was like a medium in a way, the spirit kind of possessed her a little bit, saying that this is like hell, like hell, or it was like, yo, that, that scene was like pretty scary, because you could see her, her body was taken over by the spirit, you know, it was like, it was like pretty well done in that, in that part, I like that. Um, fast forward again, um, Kenda's own, the wife of the moon, Kenda's character, uh, she goes in like doing some more research of the house, she found out about the, the last time I was in the house with the murder cases, that how the man that killed his own family looks so much like her husband, and then the wife's driving down the house, and then we start having rain, and Josh, I mean, excuse me, Jason Rowland, oh, have the axe, and he's, he, like, I think the demon's trying to make him, like, see things that's not there, like, trying to make, like, probably think his kids are, like, demons, probably, like, you know how the demons play tricks and shit, and then when he's chopping the door down, and um, the three kids are hiding in the room, in the bathroom, and then the wife came and just tried to stop him, and then James Bowles Cow, the father of the household, see his wife, like, old-looking, and that's not his wife, he's about to kill her, and then the wife turned around just in time, tell her, please don't hurt me, and then, then, James Bond's character, the father, woke up, and he was like, hugging us, I will never hurt you, and, um, they took the kids out, they, they, they opened the door, got the kids, the wife, the husband, they all running out the house, they get, they get the hell out, seeing blood around the house, coming through the walls, and, um, once they got out the house, they, um, the father decided to go out, and said, you know, he decided to go save the dog, and then the wife was saying, no! You know, so, so the husband going back to the house for the dog. A lot of people, like, I remember seeing some reviews of this part of the movie where people say, fuck the dog, just leave the house. I'm like, yo, that's cold busted people, man, come on. Animals are people too, you know what I'm saying? Animals are human just like us, you know. I, I can't, you don't disrespect animals, man. So I'm glad the husband went back for the dog. And then when he went to, went to the basement, he fell down the house with the blood and stuff, and that's like between the red walls, you can see him coming out the walls, and then the dog was like, the dog was biting him, like he thought it was like a demon or something, but it, but this dog was a great dog though, I tell you that, because what I like about this dog was like, you know how you see like supernatural shows and the animals are scared, this dog was brave, he, he actually went down the fucking basement, he was like digging through the fucking underground walls and shit, this dog, this was one brave dog, man, I tell you that, and, and that's movie wise, but I'm just saying, Anyway, he drags um, James Brolin, drag him out, and um, finally he saved the father from almost drowning in the blood pool. And so James Brolin took the dog, they went to the car with the family, and they just, just drove off. It's like, fuck it, we out, that's it. They say this is the end of the movie, that they left their belongings and stuff, and never went back to the house after that. I'm like, really? Not even for your money and shit? Like, they probably did, though. You know, probably have like, a whole bunch of friends go with them. Sorry, fucking fly. <laughs> anyway, um, that was a real horror, man. Uh, definitely an enjoyable movie. I definitely loved it. Um, there are good moments in the movie. Um, I mean, it did scare me, but it did um took me captive. Like I was like this world before the family. I'm like hoping they don't get out the house or hopefully they don't get hurt or nothing. So I it, did, it kept me captivated, but I wasn't scared, you know. To be honest with you, like I said, um, and that's when I was that's when I'm a kid though. You know, but um, definitely, definitely a good movie without a doubt. A draw ball, that'd be good. Definitely a Halloween movie you should have a day with. 
Um, as for the constant sequels of the movie, now I don't never expect Evil Hall have sequels. I don't never think of the day. But to be honest, I wasn't a fan of no of those sequels. I did see all of them, but I wasn't like a major fan. Except for the new one that came on Evil Anvil tapes or something. I have no plans to see that. Save my money on that. And of course, oh, there's another one coming out called the Amityville Asylum, and it's supposed to be like a haunted asylum. I don't know what it has to do with Amityville Hall. They say it was in Long Island, but the thing is, this movie was shot in the UK. I'm like, what? A British movie gonna based on Amityville Hall, but it's an insane asylum. Well, you know, I just saw a teaser trailer of it actually today, believe it or not. And I was gonna do a trailer reaction. I said, you know what? Let me save my energy and wait for the movie to come out. Maybe. I might see it, because, you know, kind of, I don't know why. They might give me a twist and turn for some reason. But anyway, anyway, Edinburgh Hall, check this out. Check the other sequels if you like. Um, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the sequels. I'm all like, I'll stick with the, the first movie, because I thought it was very enjoyable. Oh, yeah, and I also I'll stick with the remake of the Edinburgh Hall, which Hollywood did their own take of it. Um, I enjoyed that also. So I'll stick with those two for now. And... Hey, if anyone saw that real taste, let me know if you find that interesting. I'd pretty much like to know. You know, if, it's, if I get good, good positive reviews from you guys, I might check that movie out. Peace, guys. See you later.